0: All right, for this episode, we'll be talking about Paul McCartney and Wings, Band on the Run. In the room, I have Rob.
1: <laughs>
0: ben, Hi. Solange, Hi. and John. Oh. Band on the Run is the third studio album by the British American rock band Paul McCartney and Wings, released on the 5th of December 1973 on the Apple label. The producer was Paul McCartney, and the genre is rock. By the time Paul McCartney's fifth album, Band on the Run, was created, he had not only largely lost the esteem of critics, but also the warm friendship of his former bandmates and then current current bandmates of Wings who abandoned the artist just days before he was to travel to Nigeria and record. McCartney requested the West African location because it sounded the most exotic from the list of EMI-owned studios. When they arrived, they found a country under the regime of military dictatorship, mass poverty, widespread disease, Uh, immense corruption, streets filled with lepers, open sewers, weak security, and poor infrastructure, not to mention a studio that was a shocking downgrade from what the star was used to. But the small group soldiered on, with McCartney taking up the guitar and percussion duties. All this adversary somehow seemed to motivate the former Beatle, as the singles Band on the Run and Jet eventually went triple platinum, and the album was the biggest selling in the UK from 1974. Even John Lennon seemed to realize something was special as he told Rolling Stone magazine, <laughs> "Wings keeps changing all the time. It doesn't matter who's playing. You can call them Wings, but it's Paul McCartney music, and it's good stuff." All right, what do we think of Band on the Run? I, I don't uh, hate it. No. I, I, I. It's so I'm, weak intro. <laughs> 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 no, I, I. I don't hate it.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah. Uh. I'm sorry. I, and I'm not sorry. I, I mean, I'm, full disclosure, I'm not, like, really a Beatles fan. Like, I like Revolver and, like, the psychedelic, like, I'm on drugs Beatles. But, like, to me, this is this album screams, like, clearly the other three Beatles aren't there. It's like, I'm Paul McCartney. I'm making music. And I hmm. don't have the other three people that I usually make music with. And it's obvious. Like, I feel like there's something missing from every single song. Like it's, it's like, it almost could be there, but it's just like not. Do you
0: think he's a one man show where he has an idea and people are a little, little scared to be like, no, let's rein it in or let's do something different because he's, he is a Beatle and they're just a little intimidated to kind of
2: counterbalance that. No, I think it's more like what I said about Waylon Jennings a few, a few times back where he is clearly part of an ensemble, and when he's not part of that ensemble, it's not there. You know what I mean? Like, he is a part of a whole, and it's not, when he's not the part of the whole, it just doesn't do it for me. What
0: about his songs, though, on, let's just say, White Album, where he, I mean, they were kind of separated not, out.
2: I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the White Album. Okay. Yeah, I like I said, I'm not really a Beatles fan in general. Yeah. So that kind of is also part of it, is yeah, I just yeah. don't really care for the Beatles. So you don't really,
0: yeah, don't yeah. really, Paul McCartney's not really. Kind of already came into yeah. this
2: thinking I probably <laughs> wouldn't like it. Yeah. So And well, I didn't. And he
1: is literally one man banning it on a good number <laughs> of these songs, On right? some of them. them. Uh, which, I, is, which is impressive. No, I didn't
2: know that. That is impressive. One man
1: on all. I
3: mean, uh, no, but, he's got... Two but, other people. Yeah. yeah. His wife and some and guy. And it, it would,
1: it would,
4: the, the way that he is, it would not surprise me if he overdubbed every one of their fucking parts.
3: I, uh, so, you know, True. that just long synth-based note during all of the verses on Jet? Uh-huh. That's Linda. Good job, Good Linda. Job, Linda. <laughs> that part I really like. Yeah, I actually <laughs> do. I, I like Jet.
1: Jet. I do like Jet. Jet.
0: Yeah. I think Jet's a fucking... Jet kind of brought it back when I heard Band on the Run. I was like, yeah... Heard it, you know, it's yeah. this radio hit. But when Jet comes on, you're like, damn, that's some heavy synth. Like that synth, like that beefy synth. It's beefy. Man, Sounds yeah, good. A big
4: beefy there's,
3: boy. There's
1: some, I, there's some beefy synth on the, on the album. Yeah. I like
3: it. the second of the three parts of the song band on the run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that we'll never yeah, get out of here. Out. No real. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that that like 42nd part should have been a whole song. And I think they should, uh, I think he should have, um, you know, maybe scrapped some of the other parts or mm. reworked them a bit.
4: I mean, it all just sounds like lesser ELO.
3: Oh, like, yeah. All God, of, of this shit just
4: that. sounds like I was kind see. of not great ELO, that's but like, it's well, still, that's still ELO. Well, that's a chicken-egg
3: scenario, though. I, I, under- <laughs> I understand,
4: but like the Paul McCartney trying to write solo stuff sounds like bad Jeff Lynne. Mm. I do like this.
3: <laughs> I, I like this better than uh, than McCartney by McCartney starring McCartney. Oh, way oh, I, oh,
0: everybody, oh, my goodness. Way, way better. Absolutely. That that was a travesty. In, yeah. Yes. In my view. I was surprised, you know, since we're going in order in this book, I had never put like connected like Roxy music to wings and I hear it. I hear the Roxy music because there's these like weird synth parts that are like added in like the Eno mm-hmm. stuff into this like. A bit more angular ideas, and I'm not saying I'm not comparing them at all because, in my view, like Roxy Music is up way up here, and right. Wings is way down here. But I was like, he had to have heard it, right? Oh, yes. They were yes. a huge band, and yeah. he had to have been influenced to do something different than he was currently doing with Wings. Is to, there any to chance to you can add s- these different things? I'm sorry for interrupting. Can you skip this song? It fucking sucks. This song Blue sucks. Bluebird is Donald so much. It's <laughs> fucking
1: awful. It's a travesty. It, I wrote Adult Contemporary next yeah. to it. I, I just wrote This Sucks. Yeah? Yeah. Because it does.
3: How about how many guys there are named Denny in Wings? <laughs> well, there's as many Denny's as there are McCartney's. So is this
1: the Wings that stuck around or the Wings that <laughs> left or the Wings that came back?
3: Half of the Denny's quit.
1: Half of the Denny's Half, quit. Whoa. So mm-hmm. there were four Denny's, and two quit?
2: <laughs> Three no, Denny's and they were, cut one, one of their arms there were two Denny's,
3: off. one of them quit. But before before the uh, original guitar player, Henry McCullough joined, it was just two McCartney's and two Denny's. Ooh. Weird. That was Wings. Yeah.
0: Was
3: McCartney's and Denny's. I,
2: I think my ultimate, I, I know that like everybody else really enjoyed this album. I, or, and, uh, I, I don't I, know I to- what I would to- say. Tolerated? Said, tolerated, tolerated this album, <laughs> whereas I did not. Um, To me, like the problem I have is it's not just like I have a lot of problems with this album. And like one of them is the fact that to me, it's like Paul McCartney is not work as like part of himself rather than a whole. But also like just the fact that everything in this album sounds like something I've heard before, just not as good. Um, Like it just it all and it doesn't really pick a genre and stick with it, which normally I'm fine with. But like here it's just like. Make up your mind. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be like Rocky? Do you want to be Poppy? I think that's part of the Beatles, like
0: the boxer Rocky. Yeah. You know, maybe that's
2: why I don't. Maybe yeah. that's why I didn't like it. Is I'm <laughs> like, God, I hate when the Beatles do that shit. I what? will. I will say I really enjoyed the last, the last track. Oh yeah. But the problem, I, I... no, 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 no I, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean the last one on this album because it was over. No, I'm kidding. Um, because it, it's so bombastic. But the again, like the problem I have with that is I'm like. Where did, why didn't you do that the whole time? It just sounds, like, lazy. It sounds mm. lazy and, like, he's trying to capture something that was huge for, like, five or six years and obviously, like, isn't around anymore. Like, he's not friends with the Beatles at this point. And it's just, to me, he, like, desperately wants that image back. But he doesn't really quite know what the formula would be. Mm. So he's just figuring it's, it out.
0: I mean, that's hard. Yeah. It is. It's real
4: hard. For the most part, the some songs bother me musically. The majority of the problems I have with this record are just lyrics. Right. Same. Just mm-hmm. yeah. shitty fucking lyrics. Yes, because he, that motherfucker can still write a hook. Yeah.
3: And yeah. I, I, so and his lyrics, they just they they don't mean anything. And he can't keep his story straight when he tries to attach a meaning to him. Like Jet, he's like, oh, it's about my dog. <laughs> what, or maybe it was my horse. Like, you can't remember if it was your dog or your horse, That's, dude? Like that. Also, no, that song's not about a dog. Yeah.
0: Right. It's
3: and about just, nothing.
1: And then just throwing in the word suffragette because you like the way oh, it yeah, sounds? Oh, yeah, he said he likes
3: the way it sounds. Like,
1: fuck you, Paul McCartney. I mean... Stephen Irvine, I think, said right. that this album was more showmanship than content, and mm, that's like I can pretty, that. pretty, oh, yeah. pretty yeah. sharp, so it's like, oh yeah, it's yeah. pretty good,
2: that yeah. kinda, it kind of pisses me off hearing that about like Suffragette, that he just likes the work, when he wrote like, again, not a Beatles fan, but he wrote Hey Jude, and objectively, that's a great song, and when you know what that song's about, and how like, it's, it's kind of sad, like the fact that he goes from that to fucking like jet. Like like jet lyrically. Like, cause I like I like Jet the song. It's yeah, enjoyable. Uh, yeah, it's a banger. But it's like, dude, again, like, do you not understand like I, I mean, I don't know, did you get hit in the head? Are you okay? Like, God. I,
1: I think the album is a reflection of who he kind of is slash was as a person at the time. It's like, you know what I wanna do? I want to make an album, and I want to make an album where I can go to the beach during the day, and then just make music at night. Oh, where will I go? Lagos, Nigeria. Cool, I'll do that. I won't think about it at all. Do you want to look into that first? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just book the tickets. Book it. Denny, did you hear what he's doing?
2: <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. How old was I don't know why Denny McCartney when he made this <laughs> album? Uh,
0: McCartney? Let's see. He would have been... 73. He oh my been god! 73? No, no. <laughs> Holy shit! He's got that Benjamin button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney was born in, I want to say, jeez, I'm gonna have to. Th- 30, th- 30 something? No, 40 he's something. 42. Okay, I yeah, definitely to. So 31. Than that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: right, yeah. That sounds like someone who. You old know, enough to know better. <laughs> old enough to know better, but like has oh, enough money that on. they don't need to care.
3: <laughs> well, He's, he's he's just gonna be doing his thing. You know, this isn't his first rodeo, nor will it be his last. He mm. wanted to fuck off in Nigeria. I think that the album that he got... <laughs> almost, with, died he almost died, because Almost <laughs> died a couple times. Not, got his <laughs> shit robbed on the street at Knife Point. What? Oh, they, my God. He stole his songs he'd written and his yeah. demo tapes. Oh, so that has, explains everything. All their valuables. <laughs> <voice. laughs>
2: yeah. uh, shit, uh, shit, shit, shit. Uh, uh, how did this song he's go? It's hard fuck. to work with in the studio, <laughs> so half of his
3: band that's not married to him ditches him. Yeah and he still manages to make like i don't know a c plus record in my opinion yeah, yeah c plus is a fair is <laughs> a fair grade
0: This is also to (laughs) to your point before. This is the fifth album after leaving the Beatles. He made four other dude post Beatles. Get
2: your shit together. I'm sorry.
0: So this is like the Wings album. Like this is Mm -hmm. it. I I would say.
2: I guess also part of my opinion was colored in. Oh,
0: yeah. I think Mm -hmm. yeah. They had two others before.
2: I'm not gonna lie. Part of my opinion was also colored in the fact that um, and this is. (laughs) be shitty but live and let die is not on this record oh, yeah and i really love that song and i was like i was like oh wings okay well then live and let die will be on that and it'll be it'll be cool and it wasn't and i was like oh god what is this gonna was gonna sound like and it's exactly like what i thought because um i mean like people like the guitar riff, the band and i'm like dude go keep going keep going oh nope just just that okay like that's how i feel about this album is like You have a good thing that you put in, and you just, like, don't do anything with it. You're just like, that sounds cool. I'm going to throw that in there.
0: I think the guitar
3: riff you're talking about, is that to Let Me Roll It that we're listening to right now?
2: Yeah. I've
3: got two things to say about the song Let Me Roll It. First thing, I really like the song. I think it's got a cool sound. It's got a good hook. I think that dirty riff is awesome. The other thing I have to say about it is whether consciously or subconsciously, he's just doing a John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, this is this is a John Lennon song that Paul McCartney happened to write. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's very much. I well, mean they I feel like in the Beatles they wrote each other's songs a lot of the time.
1: Mm-hmm. But but he's applying a lot of the effects that Lennon would apply like the echo oh, yeah. the, like, the the, the mean, guitar no, tone the, the adaptation echo, of his voice. I mean, voice. but it's it's not yeah. yeah, echo doesn't mean that you can that only on one artist. I'm not saying that. But well, and that that is a hark saying? back
0: to the fifties, like rockabilly stuff that Lennon was uh, very, very much into. That he brought that rockabilly rock and roll stuff, and McCartney brought the melody, melodic piano stuff. That's why it's it's they're such an interesting band because they have right, this the blend. Ca- <laughs> blend of these two different styles, and some would sing each other's songs. So they would write this song, but the other would sing it. But in this case, you only have McCartney. <laughs> yeah. I, this song, get. I feel like the drums are not, they're like loose in a way that feels stagnant. It's in, McCartney
3: in, drums.
1: Yeah. He's, he's, he's not as at best
3: it. at drums. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're going to be writing songs, playing a whole bunch more instruments, I, I, I can't really call shit on that. But you should get a drummer. But also he did, and then his drummer quit. So again, fucking I, I,
4: Ginger Baker was down there hanging out. He could have had Ginger Baker just do this he shit. He had
3: Ginger Baker playing gravel in a tin can. Yeah, that's <laughs> McCartney for you. I'm going to well, take one of the world's I best, best that, drummers. And well, I think that, that, that might be Ginger, Ginger Baker. Baker. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So Ginger a, Baker invited him to hang out and record. He didn't say, "Let me join Wings." <laughs> his name's not Denny.
2: Right. <laughs> here's a question for you about to your point with like the with like the drumming. Do you think it's more um, beneficial in like a situation like this with this album to do multiple things like passively or like one thing really really well?
0: It depends on what kind of album you want to present. Yeah. It, on this album, on this album, I get it. It, it was a necessity.
3: Like the tickets were booked mm. and his drummer left, mm. and he knows how to play drums. Mm. On his first album, where he intentionally plays everything, when he has all of the resources at hand that he could use if he wanted. And he still chooses just to play his own Paul McCartney drums. That one, I I think that he has a bit of hubris. Like, he's fine at drums, but he's not a studio drummer.
0: I think he also, on that album, I mean, we gave him a lot of crap for that. But a lot of it, well, mainly because of this book. I I think we gave him crap because we were like, why? Why why include it? Like, it's not a big deal. Uh, But he wanted to just get it out, and he didn't want anybody else around.
3: That also. Makes I think sense. he was just
0: like. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing everything. I'm. But Locking
3: myself in the shed. Yeah, exactly. We're just gonna get this thing done. Fuck it, we'll do it live.
0: But yep. to your point too, like minds out, like Stevie Wonder when he he presented that when he wanted to transition from being like, I'm the the kid mm-hmm. that grew up singing these these older songs. Guess what? I'm doing everything on this album. And check the like. Look at this crazy. But Stevie
2: Wonder, this,
0: I know, kicked yeah. ass. I, like, <laughs> d-
2: like Jesus, that was awesome. This, I'm just like, I, I, I know everybody knows. Like y'all yeah. know.
0: Yeah, uh, I did when I mentioned the uh, fella Kuti Call. story. They had a so confrontation. They had a confrontation <laughs> when he got there, and, and fella came over and was like, he's really upset because McCartney. He heard McCartney was down there, and he's. He was basically worried he was to steal the
3: like steal and exploit the local style and sound. Yeah, mm. and so apparently McCartney in, in, uh, uh, convinced him to come over to the studio and listen to what they were recording to prove that there's absolutely no African influence or or feel. <laughs> <laughs> On his album. Like a and true
2: Englishman. man. And,
3: <laughs> and philip was satisfied. It's like, yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about it today too. I was like, I bet fella like took one look at McCartney and his like disheveledness and him being like just like out of it from like having, uh, not being in a amazing studio and stuff and he's like yeah never mind it's fine <laughs> like <laughs> I,
3: do you think they should have taken so uh, so Ginger Baker who is down there working with Velo, Ginger Baker Ginger yeah. Baker uh, he has it had his own studio Ekeja, uh, and he invited them to come over and use it uh whether uh, it was i'm assuming it was after the mccartneys and denny uh saw the state of the studio that they had booked and they did record one song there do you do you think that they should have just taken him up on his offer and like yeah let's do this with ginger i
0: it's hard to say right i think mccartney's pretty stubborn
3: so is ginger
0: yeah I think they probably would have had a... They would have butted heads, butted heads and they yeah. would have hated each other, but
1: what if it was awesome? I think it would have made something much better because you'd have two strong personalities and you'd have, at least in theory, through that refining process... You got Denny out there smoothing it over. Right, some development. Yeah. yeah, with with McCartney at the wheel, you don't really have any ability to to say, you know what, Like maybe we should have a song be about something.
0: Like, you know, (laughs) I'm blown away, too, that the other two left. I mean, you're working with Paul McCartney, like a Beatle, like a legend before he's 20, you know, 25 or whatever. And
3: well, it's not like they blew an opportunity They're They're two albums in already. Yeah. You know, it's
0: true. But
3: at that point, they can probably,
0: you know, hindsight probably killed them. Do a bit of a trajectory (laughs) of like seeing how much this sold. Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah.
2: How much did it sell? All of them.
3: They they all sold. (laughs) I'm sorry, it sold
0: out. (coughs) No, no more. Band on the Run and Jet. Triple Platinum Yeah, Triple Platinum, Platinum. Platinum. yeah. yeah. That album was the biggest selling in the UK. I can look up the actual number, but. Uh,
2: I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. The
3: Denny's were from bands themselves. Like one of the Denny's was from Procol Harum, and I forget where other Denny was from.
2: Is Wings a super group? No. No. I'm just curious. Not by stretch. <laughs> 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 no! No, not in terms of quality, <laughs> uh, clearly. <sighs> uh,
4: one thing I. So, Mamoya fucking sucks. No Word sucks. Helen Wheels
0: sucks. I Picasso's Last Words. Hale. Liked it. 1985, you. It, it's on the US. It was only on the US release. Oh, I bad. didn't know if we were doing. It wasn't, it wasn't so good. Was
3: I missing anything? No. no. It's fine. It's, uh, <laughs>
0: it's like a so so. It's
4: like a, a lesser uh, bleed on me. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, but Charles Shaw Murray. Murray. Uh, the one thing I, he, he wrote as I liked was that the uh, synth uh, is played like an instrument on this record, not like an electronic whoopee cushion, which is one of the reasons why I, I find it a little more endearing than some of the other things. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, be it Linda just laying down one note. Or just like it was a s- crucial note. Uh, totally crucial note. Uh, or just like sweet little like, uh, you know, solo stuff. I, I I think it I think it's mixed well. And like they like see even this whole thing on this yeah, terrible this on, fucking yeah, song, yeah,
1: horrible song. But-,
4: but then the synthesizer. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, I liked that Kreisgau said it was most likely a failed experiment or a pleasant piece
0: of hack work. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> well, I mean, un- unlike his prior work, which was an unpleasant piece of hack work. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's an improvement.
0: This Mamomia my- too. You were talking about the Bluebird, which I had read was a continuation or a sort of alliteration to Blackbird, the song, famous mm-hmm. Beatles song Blackbird. Yeah. I think Mamomia is like the continuation of Blackbird, it's the it's like the same chord structure. Oh, it goes wow. down. It,
3: yeah, it's like
0: Blackbird singing. Then uh, the dead of yeah, lives. yeah. It's very similar, and I was huh. like, I was like, that's so weird that they. All
3: right, YouTube, let's get a matchup going. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah, seriously, no no word sounds like shitty ELO. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. It's we're listening to it right now, and yeah. it does.
0: It's a lot of yeah. He picked up on a lot of things and. Put his own McCartney. Well, to say that he picked up on something ELO, ELO was doing,
3: again, is a chicken chicken and yeah, egg scenario. Yeah, well, yeah. When did their the whole ELO... band was based on what McCartney was doing. Well, their
4: whole band was based on Sergeant Pepper. They were trying to sound like Sergeant Pepper and they failed beautifully and became ELO. The was melodic... ELO active in 73? I believe
3: so. I, I don't know. I and mean, when was their first. And if so, why have we not century. yet talked about it? Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember on. I don't think there is any ELO in this book. I don't remember seeing any. Or Maybe there is what like better. One. Well, there
0: better be few. I, I think there's ELO. maybe new one. world record out of the blue. I said they were active in the seven, starting in mm-hmm. 70, 1970. That so,
2: could mean a lot. That could mean they yeah. were just like practicing in their parents' basement.
0: It's true. It's very that true. Like discovery doesn't come not. out till seventy nine. That is an
1: inactive band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were on their third album by nineteen seventy three. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: right. so they're mm-hmm. doing shit. So who knows? Yeah.
3: Um, So, uh, Tony Visconti, uh, who arranged, uh, uh, did he produce, he produced, uh, T-Rex shit that we like so much. Uh, they tapped him to do some, uh, to do the arrangements for this album and they gave him three days and the arrangements included arrangements for a 60 piece orchestra in the song band on the run. And he was not giving a credit on the album notes until the 25 anniversary edition (laughs) I mean, he did a great job. He did. The arrangements yeah. are nice. Like, and to, to, even if the arrangements weren't nice, to do an arrangement for a sixty-piece orchestra in right. three days and not get credit—even if it's bad—you <laughs> should totally get credit. <laughs> I
4: From. I mean, I, I I went, I did the number six out of ten, right? A six out of ten. I enjoyed six out of ten of these songs, which means technically
1: I like it. Is that a D? <laughs> six out of ten.
3: Well, yeah. No, I mean, you
1: don't you don't no, grade an no, album when no, no, like no. you grade yeah, a ten. That's a, that's a oh, okay. D. That's it's, a D. It's weighted. Yeah. No, it's say. not.
0: It's not weighted like that though. No, is no. not weighted curves is that a C minus. No. Oh, no, you because. That's a that's, that's a, just it's that's it's, a statistic and you can't attribute that. Like if you loved one song it, like in that song just overpowered the entire album, it wouldn't one is not equal to one. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So for you Rob, 6 out of 10, what does that mean to you?
0: It's worth the press of admission. I got to give it
4: a positive. <laughs> like, would you pick hmm. it up at a at I a, would. a Wow, I, I, okay. I, I, I went looking for it today. There was a lot of other bad women's <laughs> records.
3: Yeah, there are. Yeah, you guys, uh, you recognize anyone on the cover other than people named McCartney?
0: Oh yeah, I do. They you so, I look at the cover? You know the cover. The, it's it's I'll it's go like look at it
2: right now. I can easily do
3: that. Yeah, so they're all. It's like a spotlight on them while they're on the run. They're all like froze, like freeze, Whoa. and they all freeze. I get it. Yeah, yeah. just like the so. Album. It's 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 Paul and Linda in the middle, and they are surrounded by a motley crew of. Famous friends who, other than knowing the McCartneys, don't really have anything to do with each other. So uh, in the roll call, you've got uh, Michael Parkinson, Kenny Lynch, James Coburn, Clement Freud, uh, who is uh, 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 Sigmund's grandson and also a pedophile. Oh. Uh, John Conch and Christopher Lee.
0: nice. Very
3: nice. Yeah, there's Christopher Lee right oh, there. Oh yeah. That's uh, that's the younger Freud. Watch out for that guy. Good. And there's Coburn in the back. Yeah. Who's Coburn. that right there? That is
2: <laughs> Who is this? Zoom who's, it in. Who's that guy? That, that's, that's Paul McCartney. i nice, speaking <laughs> I know I know what he looks like.
4: Now. Another fun story about the uh the cover is it was um it, like it was taken like during one of Paul McCartney's parties. Wow. So the uh the cameraman was all on all kinds of fucking amphetamines at that point in time. And everyone else is fucked up. And they're doing long exposure outside at like midnight. Oh wow! <laughs> so like they all have to hold still for like two seconds while the dude's trying to like just has the shakes trying to take a picture, oh not God. using uh, not using like nighttime like film, using daytime film, yeah. which is why it has that nice yellow he tinter. Didn't, he out didn't of it. use yeah. tungsten film, yeah. right. which
0: would have mm. exposed it correctly.
2: Should have so done that at my So out party. of twenty
4: four shots, there were four that that uh, <laughs> that, that would have worked, and that was the one they picked.
3: It's a cool effect, though, using the like, uh, lower wattage spotlight for a longer exposure. Because, yeah. like, nothing, nothing's, like, glared out.
0: It glows.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. I bet you anything, Christopher Lee was dead still the entire time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every he, one he, of those he pictures, he is just... <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm.
3: Classically what you, trained.
0: What do you think, Ben?
3: Um, I don't dislike it. I dislike songs on it. I mean... Like if we were going on a on a like a, a traditional grading scale, I'd give it a, a C plus. But if we're doing like a positive, negative or neutral That's
0: why I like the positive, negative, yeah. neutral is because it it makes you think. It makes you I mean, determine. I,
3: I, I, I can't deny the hooks. I'm gonna throw old Paul a bone and give it a low neutral as opposed to a high positive. Okay. Like wait, wait. A low positive as opposed to a high neutral. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Google gobble one <laughs> of us <laughs> and for the record i am a beatles fan yeah he's just not my favorite braggart
2: oh uh yeah uh, <laughs> yeah
3: maybe you've heard of them
2: <laughs> the who
3: I'm... no no the beatles
2: <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of them no um yeah no i'm negative on th- i could have Died without hearing this album. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I. Uh, You're not allowed. It, I'm not. I'm just gonna say, like, the way I probably would have enjoyed this is when they gave me the feel good drugs at the hospital before they wheeled me back to cut me open. I probably would have enjoyed it then. But I thought South Park was like funny. Like, so, uh, yeah. I would have to be like drunk mm. or whatever on. So, yeah. Nah, sorry. Yeah. I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm not. Sorry, uh, everybody.
1: I'm not a big Beatles fan um I like the Beatles, you know. Some some things here and there. Um here there and everywhere? No, not everywhere, and not and not there, but here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and sometimes. Uh but I would if Jet comes on I'm going to crank it. Like <laughs> end of story. Uh but that's one out of the whole album and uh not enough to make me ever want to listen to this whole album again or buy it. So just flat neutral.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I I think it's it has some I liked it better than I thought it would, for yeah. sure. I mean, after hearing how much people hate Wings or how bad Wings is, you know, I, I was expecting kind of a train wreck. And I'd heard some of the songs before, but not all of them. And yeah, it's kind of just a, like a flat neutral just because there are, I think I'm with everybody. Jet in 1985 are, are kind of the...
2: Yeah. The song's like for me. Roll me. It. Man,
4: cool-ass Beach Boys vibe, like, midway
0: through 1985. Yeah. It's very much like a disco, like a pre-disco. But yeah. But it does, does not have a... um, It's not too, I don't know, center as it's, it's not too, like, pop. Yeah, yeah. It has a little edge.
2: It's not that dancey.
0: Yeah. Like I
2: guitar. hate this song. It sounds like bad Fallout music. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Picasso, Picasso's last like words. Like I'm gonna hear it about five like times in the follow-up. next hour.
3: Specifically, the the first because it 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 has got different parts. Oh yeah, yeah. They do the same lyrics in different styles. Styles of the different songs of the album, which I did not like. I oh, thought that was wow. kind of hack. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was it,
0: fine with the. Uh, I have a theory about that. Uh, what with the medley
4: or the the callback?
0: I've a I've a, a theory about that. Is they recorded this one at. This is the one they recorded at the other studio. And I'm wondering if they were like, we'll show you the other songs that we're doing and let's make it into a medley. Huh. In this song. I I
3: also had a theory that I read a story about, it was Dustin Hoffman and Steve McQueen were hanging out with McCartney. It was on the set of, uh, probably Papillon or something. And, uh, and they were hanging out and Paul McCartney had his guitar and Dustin Hoffman was asking him, like, is it true? Can you just like sit down there and like write a song about anything? And uh, apparently like, uh, what's that? Uh, the Picasso's last words. That is Picasso's last words. Like drink to me. Uh, drink to my health. Drink to my health because uh, I can't drink anymore. So he was just using that as a placeholder. And he was just like writing a song, like working out a song over it. And Dustin Hoffman was like, look, he's doing it! He's doing it! <laughs> so then him like taking that frame and putting it through the works of different songs on this album, I thought it was just kind of a more of an exercise. Yeah. You know, like, I can write a song to anything, even a song I already wrote. Huh. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, that was my theory.
0: Yeah. That's but I like one.
3: yours about uh, the Ginger Baker studio also. Yeah. That's a cool one. Ginger Baker. Ginger Baker.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, (laughs) wings. Next time we'll be talking about "Next" by the sensational Alex Harvey Band. Thanks, y'all.